back with another episode of DVD Grooves. Grooving in hardcore. Forgot to click the snipper snapper. Check. There you go. The beers are popped. We're back. And the marijuana cigarettes are about to be lit. We're back with another fucking uh, wicked Canadian artist. Wicked artist in general. One of the best Canadian in my but life. Yeah. Solo Canadian artist. Doesn't get much better. Nope. Uh, gotta agree with you there. So, uh, for those who don't know, we're spinning Neil Young today. Neil Percival Young. Percival? That's his middle name. Percival. Really? Percival Young. Never heard that before. <laughs> Me neither. He's a Canadian American songwriter, singer, musician, and uh, political activist, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, you're not drinking any beer today, but I'm drinking a special limited edition from oh, it's Bishop's. Bishop's. Yeah, the Bishop's Arches Brewery. The Milky Way, it's called. Is that new? No. Well, yeah, they're all new. They have it at the store on campus. They have a whole selection of, like, these are brewed by students. Okay. Yeah, decided to give it a try. So they have STDs in them? Potentially. It's a dark rye ale with creamy roasted nut character. Does it smell dirty? Yeah, it's just, it smells dirty, but it's only 5.7, so I'm not getting trashed, but figure why not have a special brew on the podcast instead of a fucking blood, Bud Light or Black Label or 1664 like I always do, spice it up. We need to get back into that, the, uh, the beer tasting aspect of the podcast, get a new beer, you know, the, I mean, if you go to fucking, even just Prov, oh, at the bottom Prav of the hill, they have millions. And cool ones, too. Yeah, and they get more every time. <clears throat> I'll, I'll buy a bunch soon there, and we'll... Because I, I, I like to do it. I still always have a beer on the podcast. Well, I mean, we only need two a week, you know. Yeah. The, you're not going to break the bank doing no, that. Exactly. But... exactly. It's cool that we're doing Neil Young, because you just told me yesterday that Neil Young... Has a new album coming out. Yeah, with Crazy with Horse. Crazy Horse. And I listened to the first single today. Well, well, I think it was the first single. I, I listened to a Neil Young Crazy Horse song I never heard today. So, is it dirty? Not too bad. It's, it's definitely a dark beer. Dark. I definitely get the nutty flavors. Some peanuts or walnuts or something. Do you like dark meat, Brad? Yeah. Turkey. Turkey and chicken. Like, I don't mind. You know, you go to KFC, you gotta pay extra for the white meat. So, give me the dark meat. Yeah. Just as good. It's just as Juicy. I like juicy meat. <laughs> okay. I bet you Neil Young likes juicy meat. I bet you. Neil Young likes a lot of things. Neil so. Young looked like Neil Young was at the famous concert, The Last Waltz, right? Yeah. And he looked like he wanted to port Joni Mitchell so bad. They probably did. <coughs> they probably, probably ran did. the train on her. Probably. Put her on the spit. We're spinning Harvest for those who... <coughs> I mean, we told you we're spinning Neil Young, but not the album. Harvest. This is such a fall yeah. weather album. Not, yeah, Harvest. Yeah, Harvest, man. Like, harvest. 
What else do you do during fall? You harvest your veggies, your crops from the summer, and you listen to Neil Young. This is one of my all-time favorite Neil Young albums. I love them all, but, like, this is a lot of people's favorite, too. But, like, for a reason. You know, everyone has that one album that just puts them to a new level, and I feel like this was that for him. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, because this is is a phenomenal album. Um, And the one right after, after Gold Rush. Yeah, which I almost had, but don't have, and now you have. (laughs) Shout out to Retro Pop, you know, they'll put records up and you'll say, uh, how much? And they'll tell you 30 bucks and you're thinking, fuck, 30 bucks, it better be in good shape. And then you get there and it's got a scratch the size of my penis going down it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, not grabbing that. <laughs> not grabbing that. Um, Neil Young, born November 12th, two days after my birthday, so. It's gonna be his birthday soon. Yeah, 76. Fuck. 76. 76, eh? I'll tell you one thing. I love Neil Young. Love the music. But he didn't age well. No. But he didn't look good back in the day. No, He probably got some. Yeah. Well. But, like, I don't know. Like, when I look at him today, I'm sure he would scare children if they trick-or-treated at his house. Probably. And he still rocks the chops. Yeah. He, he rocks is. the chops hard. He is... So Neil Young, um, now, now he's he's a guy who's been in a lot of groups, a lot of famous groups, uh, Buffalo Springfield, that was a good one, you're choking it, I'm dying, he's in a lot of famous groups, Buffalo Springfield, Buffalo Springfield, Springfield. not Springsteen, huh? no, Springfield is what I said. <laughs> I think, I don't know what I said. It sounded like you were about to start saying spring. I wouldn't have said Springsteen. You said Springsteen film. (laughs) Springsteen film. But uh, Stephen Stills was also in Buffalo Springs. And then that came in formation. (laughs) (laughs) And that came, um, well, after that came Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Well, not right away, but he was part of that. Which, and he's part of that groundbreaking debut album from CSNY, Deja Vu, which, uh, have we done? No. We haven't done that yet. We're going to have to do but that. that we have to. Yeah. Very soon. It's not even a question. You know what I kind of want to do today? Ah, it turned 50 this year. We have to do it. Deja Vu. Yeah. We have to. You know what I kind of wanted to do today? What? I just, I listened to Soup yesterday. And I just thought, fuck. You know, it was so good. And you said the, what episode was doing good? Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin was doing good. And it made me think, like, when we put the first Blind Melon episode out, it did great. Yeah. Right? Well, great. Great to our standards. Like, four people liked it. It <laughs> did great, you know? We have a couple listens. My grandmother's neighbor thought it was splendid. Which isn't true, because I don't talk to any of my grandparents. Yeah. But... Well, one of my grandparents is dead. The rest I just don't talk to. True. But, uh, I don't know. I, I, anytime I listen to Soup, I just, you know, you just think, wow. <laughs> Which is kind of like listening to Harvest. <laughs> yeah. Especially this song. This you know, song. when I first started collecting, there were certain albums that I had a hard time finding. This and this was one of them. Yep. 
And I was weird because Neil Young, you come across a lot of it being yeah. in Canada, right? Yeah, like yeah. It's everywhere. This was one that, yeah, I agree. It's one that was hard to find. I had to order it. Oh, I found it. Where did I find it? I found it <coughs> in the store, but I paid like 20 bucks for it. That's worth it. See, I was lucky when I first started collecting, like, the border, there's no problems getting across. You know yeah. what I mean? You, I could get across with my birth certificate at one point, and then I had to get my passport, but... Good old days. We have friends in the States, so I'd have my record shipped to their home, yeah. and that's the difference between five American shipping anywhere in the U.S., or, like, 25, 30 American shipped here to Canada. And already 30 Canadian, you're looking at like, you know, 40 something dollars yeah, just well, on shipping, well, which was more than I was spending on records when I was 14. More than but, I wanted uh, to spend, too. But yeah, I bought my Harvest on Discogs because I couldn't wait to find it. Ah, I, I mean, it is a fucking amazing album, so I don't, I don't see why you... Like, I, I really love his live albums. Yeah. Like, something about Neil Young's live albums. Just I, I need to get live rust. Oh, yeah. And then there's Rust Never Sleeps. Yeah, those two I need to get. Um, I'm just looking at the list of 50-year uh, albums. We missed one yesterday. Well, for this episode, we missed it. Uh, Ten years after, Space and Time. It's oh. a great fucking album. We'll have to do that soon. I, well, I mean, it's still the year. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's in the year. The worst part is, is we're already fucking October. near the end of October. We have to really, you know... It's a big deal when an album turns 50. Fuck yeah. And it still seems just as good today as it did 50 years ago. You know? Yeah. Uh. Now, I love the solo Neil Young stuff. But when he gets heavy, he gets heavy, yeah. man. He, and that, well, all that shit's good. There's reasons why he's called the father of grunge. Forefather of yeah. grunge, you know? Because his later well, albums are pretty fucking heavy. Mirabal is, is him and Pearl Jam. Yeah. Without, well, I think Eddie sings backing on two songs and they co wrote something on it. But for the most part, it's the other guys in Pearl Jam. Which was cool because Pearl Jam was so big from the get go with yeah. 10 and then Versus, which was also a big hit. But at that time, Eddie got all the recognition for that. Oh, his voice. Oh, his. The way he the gets that crazy look in his eye when he sings, when he fucking climbs the rafters and swings. <laughs> That's and, what the people like, you know. But he was the only one that got recognized. And, and, you know, I've heard the guys in Pearl Jam talk about working with Neil. And it said it felt so good to have someone that established and that well-respected in the business see us and think we could do that for him. And, it like, you know, I've never listened that album to that. was made <clears throat> like fucking a week. I never listened to that album. Neil came into the sessions with like two or three songs written. They wrote the rest within the week and put it all down. I have it. Not bad. Yeah, I have did, it. We'll have to. Yeah, didn't you get that recently too? A couple months back. No, well, it would have been uh, would have been in the summer because uh-huh. I was still in school before school went out in the summer. True. Right, yeah. But yeah, it's on white. It's unofficial. I, my dad had the original and I helped him sell it when I was a kid. Yeah. Not while we kid. Like, I 18, like 16, 17. Only if you would have known, eh? He got like a hundred and something US for it. Wow, that's still good. Which was pretty good because yeah. once you switch that over, you got about 150, 160, right? Yeah. But at the same time, 
Like, even he said after, like, it sucked that, because I love Proja, and I love Neil Young. So then together, it was like a fucking... Yeah, you sold it, you didn't know it was that. I didn't know that. I knew it was Neil Young, but I didn't know it was Pearl Jam with Neil Young, and I didn't know it was like a one-off <laughs> album that has become Nobody's kind of like a specialty. Well, not going to want to shoot yourself. Well, even my dad said, like, if we would have known then what... He didn't like, know either. Well, no, he said, like, if I would have known... If we would have known, I would have became such a big Pearl Jam fan. And, like, I have almost their whole discography and missing Riot Act. Yeah. You know, he said if we would have known, we wouldn't have got rid of it because you would have had it, wouldn't yeah. it? You well, know, my dad had a sealed no code. Yeah. OG, and that's mine now. And nice. a sealed... Nice. It was a sealed fucking Soundgarden down okay. on the upside, but it was a, a chance of color. And if yeah. it was color, then it's worth way more, so... One day we were drunk and listening to tunes. It's like, do we open it? We fucking open it, and it's warped, and it wasn't colored, and it was like, fuck. <laughs> Ruined it. Ruined the well, whole day right there. It's mine now, so we're good. We're good. Now, this is the song that I... This is the first Neil Young song I ever heard. And this was played at Charles Lake Camping, because a guy used to bring the harmonica with the whole, like, strapped onto his neck there. And he'd play it. It was a really good time to listen to this. Everyone just sing along by the fire. It was pretty nice. So this is where the memory for me comes from with Neil Young. Excuse me, that beer made me burn. For me, the first Neil Young I would have heard was probably helpless at the last waltz because like my dad would play that a lot you know the last waltz he fucking loved, he's seen the band you know so he loved it and he always said like he would have went for that over Woodstock so me growing up and watching it and seeing how good it is I always said I would now I don't know because yeah. you know That's either way you go to one or the other you got to see a fucking great show I'd rather yeah. see both you know but wow. uh that, but on the bright side, at least at, at the last waltz, you're sitting inside, you know, you're seeing yeah. blues legends, you're seeing, you, you know, folk legends. Like, I would have seen Dylan, Clapton, and fucking the band, you at know? At the same like, time, Woodstock had the band there. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, but did Dylan play Woodstock? No, but you would have seen CCR, Janice, Jimmy, Grateful Dead. Uh, Janice, like, would have been at... The last waltz had she been alive, yeah, without for sure, a doubt. For sure. for Especially sure. when you see how well they got along on the the Canadian what is that called there? Yeah, Festival Express. Yeah, festival like uh, that would have been cool. That would have been awesome. That's story. heartbreaking. I if someone wants to die and they die, well then hey you got what you wanted. All yeah. the fucking props to you. But the people that don't want to die and yeah. clearly have a lot more to give that lose their lives, you know, Janice, Shannon Hoon, you know, Lane Staley, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jay, like, you know, John Jim Bonham. Larson, John Bonham, they didn't want to die. No, yeah. no one really wants to die at that age, especially when you're a successful musician. Oh. Uh, maybe Kurt Cobain. Well, especially, yeah, well, you on, know, Kurt. Depending on if he was shot or not. Well, if he, if he <laughs> didn't do it, which we'll never know yeah. now at this point. Yeah, you never know. Someone might come out with some crazy info. Or <laughs> yeah, but how accurate is it all going to be, you know? Like, uh, you know, Courtney on her deathbed. I did shoot that fucking prick, <laughs> and I don't fucking regret it. You know? 
Ah, uh, true. My dad did it. Not my dad. Oh, okay. Dad. <laughs> I thought that was a new conspiracy. My dad no, did it. He no. told me one day. <laughs> so you know I shot that prick. Uh, looking at some of the albums that are turning 50 in the next couple months, man, there's some big names that we're going to have to do. I'm not going to tell them all now. Oh, we got some. We got some. October 31st, we're going to have one for sure. Is uh, it the PF one? What? Is that what you're talking about? October 31st? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that. Because we haven't done that band yet. And then, you know, over here, November 5th, we got one. Oh. Some more Zeppelin, too. Oh, yeah. We've already done Zeppelin, so we can say well, that one. Zeppelin we had to do because it was time. You know? Yeah. So, we've got some big names. Fucking... So, I'm... Yeah. Stay tuned for that. We might throw in a couple more 50... Uh, 50... Uh, 50... Year episodes coming up. Today we're just spinning Neil Young because we wanted to fucking listen to Neil Young. You know, and now when the chorus, the chorus comes in, that's vocals with Crosby and Nash. Yeah. Which is cool because they, they all kind of did work on and helped their own stuff. Well, I mean, you look at like on Heart of Gold backing vocals by James Taylor and Linda Ronstadt. Just, just right away with David Crosby, Graham Nash, James Taylor, and Linda Ronstadt between two songs, like that just shows your respect. Yeah, for sure. Especially this is like, well, this isn't his first solo. No, isn't it his third or fourth? Good check. Because <coughs> Yowza, Stephen Stills is on this. This is fourth. This fourth. Because after fourth. the Gold Rush, is before. Yeah, this one. The third. The third. So I have the third and fourth. Show me the first and second. First is the, the one like that. I have that. I don't have that. I one. have that. And, uh... What's the second one? Uh, everybody knows this is no way. I have that. So I don't have those two, but... I have I have a lot of fucking Neil Young. I even have, like, a few compilation... I don't have I have a couple of those older ones. Like, I got, uh... uh like an 80 early like I got Freedom that's the one with uh, I oh one. I think I have Freedom uh, I have American Stars and Bars I have yeah, uh, I, got that one I have too. Reactor that's with Crazy Horse I have uh, what's the blue one not sure the blue one with a I think there's a big star on it excuse me I'm not sure why I'm yawning I got enough sleep but I'm just uh so it's, it's a dreary day here. It's kind of been gray all day, rainy, super cold. Fall is really falling. It's really getting close to winter now. And you know what? We're supposed to potentially get a chance of a snow a snow squall. Not a squall, but uh, a snow. snow, uh, snow like Some snow on, uh, on Sunday, apparently. Mm. Oh, well. Wow, the side's already done. It yeah. feels like we just started talking, guy. I know. <laughs> I just noticed. I was like, wait, there's no music. Oh, wait a minute. We've already done the first side. Um, Neil Young for me, man. My mom really likes Neil Young, too. Uh, she's big. How could you not, though? My dad, too. My dad loves Neil Young. He plays the uh, live uh, DVD. I think it's the, with Crazy Horse, the Rust Never Sleeps Tour. Yeah. Rust, live Rust or something. I don't know which one it is, but he hey, cranks hey. that shit. And it is fucking about 200,000 <laughs> decibels loud when he cranks that and he's hammered at the house. Holy shit. I love how people always 
thing that is better to burn out than to fade away is Kurt Cobain's. Yeah. Like, uh, nope. that is one of the most famous sayings mm-hmm. from lyrics. And, and most most of the people that have heard it hear it and think that that's Kurt Cobain. But those people are wrong. Because it's Neil motherfucking Young. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? Well, you were going to say something else. Um, I was just going to say... Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, no. Uh, I really like that live... Uh, I have the album. The, live, the Rust uh, Never Sleeps. Uh, I don't I know both. if it's that one though. I have Live Rust and I think it might be Live Rust because Live Rust uh, it's like the tour there and uh, he all hit like he has the normal amps and the drums and stuff but like in the background like stage props are like massive so he has these like little alien dudes that come out with like a tuning fork <laughs> there and it's I've like, never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's fucking crazy. Like the amps are like the size of this apartment building. Well, maybe not. Like about h- half the size. Like about. Are my window from the ground? Those are the size of like fake amps on there. He's got a bunch of like a fake microphone that stands like fucking. Dude, I'd love to get your high. dad on a podcast. Yeah, well, we we will have to. He has a record player in his room. Well, in his. Well, room. I've been saying we need to go do it. Like ideally, it would be in the basement. Yeah. I just when you do the jingle, you actually do a little jam. <laughs> you know, like true. Get a few of the boys on it, like. I mean, the only turntable is upstairs, so we might... Uh, you know, do Brad's part. basically Eric Foreman, born <laughs> in the 90s. Except my parents knew I was smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> but your dad still offered foots and asses, and your mom <laughs> yeah. used feed us. Yeah, true. True. <coughs> <laughs> foots and asses. Foots and asses. All right, well, let's flip the record and uh, do a little jingle, jingle, jangle, jongy, jingle. Right? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) This side is over. This side is done. It's time to flip people feel attacked or are weirded out to be weird around you just don't do it I don't know what I just said just don't oh old man old man thought he took a fart but he shit in his pants smoked a dart Hello, welcome back to another side of DVD Grooves, episode nine. Nine? Episode nine two. with a question mark? Of Neil Young and Harvest. Oh, you know what? Mr. Neil Young has the Order of Canada, which is the Canadian National Order, and the second highest honor for a merit in the system of orders, decorations, and medals of Canada. I have one of those. I'm 24, and there's so much more. Um, I'm he 24. also has the Order of Manitoba, which is the highest, uh, which is the same thing, just essentially in the province of Manitoba, where he's born. 
but he's born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. But he got his music career started in Winnipeg, so. I fucking yeah. love this too. Yeah. Oh man, take a look at my life. I'm alive like you. Great performance when he does it on uh, YouTube there on the BBC. So, Mr. Neil Young. Here's the genres he's known. So this guy has a wide range of genres. He's rock, folk rock, hard rock, country rock, blues rock, psychedelic rock, folk, country, experimental, and proto-grunge. I don't know what proto-grunge, like, means. I don't know what that means either. I love that. It doesn't mean that much to me to mean that much to you. Yeah, That's exactly. how I feel about everything. Especially proto-grunge. I don't give a fuck. I don't what give a fuck think? about you when you're a motherfucking poo. Yeah. <laughs> what? That was awesome. Um, and he's also... See, he plays piano too, so... When they say Very vocal, guitar, yeah, harmonica... Harmonica skills yeah. are fucking on fire. Yeah. I love that guitar. And the Associated Acts, man, that's crazy. The Squires, the Mind of Birds, Rick James, Buffalo Springfield, Crosby, Stills, Nash, Crazy Wait, Horse, Stray Gators. What? Did you say Rick James? Yeah. Neil Young and Rick James. Yeah. Northern Lights, Pearl Jam, Booker T. Jones, El- Lou- Lou- uh, Elton John, Leon oh, Russell. Lo- 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 well, because there's Leon and Elton. Leon Russell and Elton John. Willie Nelson. That's quite the fucking list of people, I'd say. Isn't he an angry old man, though, now? Uh, you know, yeah. But I don't care. He you're that his... old, and you're that good, and you've had such a wonderful career, you can be a little miserable. He launched his own um, music streaming service. Uh, like, like music streaming thing. And it only has his songs, I think. I, I don't know, let me check. Cause he released... But you can still stream his songs on the other ones. Pono. Okay, it's called Pono Music. And it's a music download service and dedicated music f- player focusing on high-quality, uncompressed digital audio. Uh, it was designed to compete against MP3 and other formats. Uh, Pono pres- promised to present songs as they first sounded during rec- studio recording. And it was launched in 2014. But he did that. He was behind that. How did that turn out for him? Well... Uh, I don't know. Pano music. Let's see how it's doing. Pano. 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 Well, it doesn't really say. <laughs> yeah, it just... doesn't mean it's doing too good, you know? Oh, never mind. Uh, in April 2017, it was announced that Pano was discontinued. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry there, Uncle Neil. Well, anyways... He hey, did... every legend has a few duds. But apparently he, he, he had... Uh, he was all, well, that comes with cranky old man, because he's a cranky old bastard who was like, well, the people, the music people download is f- deeply flawed and does not provide the rich, warm sound of analog recordings. Uh, he claimed that there is acutely aware of the difference. Like, people are, he, he, he didn't notice a huge difference, but acute, a small little difference. And compared the sound... <laughs> What compared the sound of normal recordings to taking a shower in a tiny ice, 
and tiny ice cubes versus ordinary water. That's basically what he described pot music as. What a fucking guy. It it's uh you know you know the sound it sounds like you're showering in tiny ice cubes. How who the fuck knows what that sounds like? Do you know what tiny showering in tiny ice cubes sounds like? No. <laughs> Not a fucking. Well, Neil, you're a little fucked, but we love you. We really do. Like fuck, I love you. He also has an archive project, um, which he, he started in 2008. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, two, well, he, as of 2019, Young has launched a subscription website and application where all his music is available to stream in high-resolution audio. The Neil Young archives also include his newspaper. He has a newspaper? The Neil Times Young Contrarian? It's called the Times Contrarian. <laughs> and the Hearst Theater, and photos and memorabilia throughout his career. So he made a little, pretty much like a website, subscription website for his fans. That's cool. That is cool. He's, he's trying. He's trying in life. Neil Young is a name that has stayed alive quite well. It's still to this day. His most recent album, well, one's coming out, but his most recent solo album was Homegrown. Recorded in '74 and '75, so it's a re it's a release of yeah. stuff. And then Colorado was with Crazy Horse in 2019. Never listened to that. Then he did one with The Promise of the Real, which is Lucas Nelson's band, uh, which is Willie Nelson's son. Psychedelic Pill was pretty good. I remember listening to Psychedelic Pill. Two years though. 2012. I'm not familiar. It's pretty good. He had some pretty good uh, songs on there. Like, yeah. uh. Probably the songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, really good songwriter. Did you listen to the newest Crazy Horse? Colorado? 2019? I listened to some of that, yeah. I remember listening. They had that at the record store. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it a little loud? Does it seem a little loud? I don't know. Well, maybe we should speak louder. Well, maybe I'll, I'll just turn the tap. All right. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's not, it's not too big. Tap the audience. We're almost done. Uh, uh, Brad, excuse me. So this is weird, okay? Because Young's family was from Manitoba, where both his parents were born and married. Yo, speaking of which, off topic, but on topic at the same time. Our other podcaster host is rarely here, but when he's here, he's still part of it, I guess. Anyways, when he's here, his girlfriend, Sasa, yeah, her, she's like third cousins with the Young. No or shit. Like, like three people like down the line. What's her last name? Young. 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 Yeah, Sasa Kutian. So her dad and like they're from Saskatchewan. Her part of the family. So has she ever met him? No. But but it's cool, but it's like she does have a closer connection than we do. Yeah. Is he not close with his family? His dad her dad, yeah. What? Who? Like, has her dad ever met him? No. I, but I haven't been down to Saskatchewan for a while. Like it's been a while. I mean Sass has never met the people from Saskatchewan, I don't think. 
fuck. Could at least be a pen pal or Facebook friend. But you know, it's true. We're three, not necessarily family, but apparently we're always like at least three lengths away from a famous celebrity somewhere in LA. Like three, like we know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows that celebrity, or like we know someone who knows. We know someone that knows someone. Yeah, but being related to? No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about related now. Like there's at least three links before we are connected to a celebrity, a huge one. I think. Well, I've met some people, but because like, like, okay, say, I I know we know like I'm friends on Facebook with Alistair Green, Blues exactly. guitar player, yeah, and Green. he knows fucking Alan Parsons. Who yeah, Alan Parsons knows with. the Beatles, Pink Floyd. So oh, there yeah. you go, we're three connections away. Yes, and we have the good ones. High five. <laughs> You know, I played with a guitar player from Moxie, so, and then Moxie toured and with a I bunch of I live with people. Brad, and so Brad played with a guitar player from <laughs> not, 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 not Moxie. And Moxie, you know, they toured around with ACDC and stuff, so they know Angus Fucking Angus. <laughs> so. And I have Angus's face tattooed on my arm, so we're basically third cousins. There you go. Twice removed. <laughs> Maybe four times removed. Maybe they removed and didn't come back. Oh. Are we already on the last song of the song? If you hear that jingling, that's my eyes. I bet you everyone heard that. <laughs> so, I play NHL. This is a great song. I this play NHL, and uh, there's a guy that used to live here, Nico. He had this Facebook post, oh, Jesus. and it said... Uh, oh, Jesus. It's, it said, hey, I'm lost... For a word, what's it called when you take a famous song and put words to it that are different than the original? And someone said a parody, and he said, "Yeah, a parody's nuts in your mouth." So uh, I named my hut team this year "Parody's Nuts" in honor of Nico. So thanks for that, bud. Just want to give you a little shout out. A little shout out. Um. Yeah. Which, you know, we kind of parody songs, you know, oh, yeah, in our jingles sure, a little sure. bit. It's fucking not easy. You know, we probably did a million takes. Yeah. And, uh... At least, we did at least ten takes. At least, then, at least <laughs> Even then, ten you know. of them were garbage. <laughs> then but, one is you'll, you'll hear at the end. So keep listening. Why do you think it's over? It's not, because we got a fucking little surprise jingle. <laughs> that was that was too good to not include, but we didn't want it as the main one. Well, I did, but Brad always feels like I have to do a few more. <laughs> My shit's not good enough for Brad. He's really egotistic because oh, he's a musician. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just think I like both, you know? I like the one you did with the Peter voice, and I like the one, because the Peter one's funny, funny. You know? They're just, uh... No. No, it's on the last song. Okay. I didn't know if that Who's was the last song. Whose name is on this? Lori Young. What? <laughs> I know. That's, <laughs> was this name always on it? Yeah. Lori Young. And Dave Y. That's probably Dave Young. Dave Young. Who's Dave Young? Have you know. ever looked up Dave Young? No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um... Young owns Broken Arrow Ranch, a property of about a thousand acres near La Honda, California, that he purchased in 1970 for $350,000. Uh, 
Today, it's worth $2.3 million. That's not bad. Good job. Uh, the property was subsequently expanded to thousands of acres. Um, so yeah, Yangon's just, uh, you know, <laughs> now, I don't know if it's a true or not, but Neil Young, I, yeah, it, it is true, because there was some news articles about it. Neil Young specifically got his uh, American green card really? to vote against Trump. <laughs> 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 I remember hearing that. I'm not a hundred thousand percent true. Sure, that's true. But oh, I, I hope um, it is. the song that just played is really great song. Uh, Needle and the damage is done. That's about his one of his good songwriting friends who helped him with the other songs. Uh, he was a wicked guitar rhythm guitar player. Did you say for what it's worth? No. Oh, sorry. No, like that. Uh, like Neil Young's solo stuff, but before this one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was because he overdosed on heroin, and he like Neil Young had to say like you're, you, we can't work together. You're too fucked. And then he wrote that song about that guy. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, the needle and the damage is done. I was. Uh, I want to find the name. His friend, uh, bandmate, crazy horse bandmate, Danny Witten. So his crazy horse bandmate, he's the one who, uh, he, he died of an overdose the same year the song was released. So in 1970, uh, 72, 71, 72, only age 29 from heroin. So that's where the, uh, the, the, the song Needle on the Damage Stud comes from. Uh, and he's the one who does, he, uh, he, he made some really big songs for Crazy Horse. I don't want to talk about it. Do you know that one? No. Show uh, me it. Uh, it's just a, a song there. But what album is it on? It's on uh, Crazy Horse from the album. Like the first Crazy Horse album. Okay, I think I have that album. And then Everything But The Girl from Rod Stewart. He wrote that song. Do you know that one? I'm not sure. But anyways, so Danny Witten, uh, that's what that song was about. It's a really fucking great song. Uh... This is the last song, Words Between the Lines of Age. Beautiful song. All right. You have anything else to say? Because I'm going to do some yeah, tricks. I am looking up Lori and Dave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you do that, and I'll read out some charts. Does Robert Dick Buckus Crisco have something to say? Robert Dick Buckus Crisco. Let's see that. Critical reception. Oh, man. So All Music gave it four and a half. Encyclopedia gave it four. Or great Rock discography gives it 9 out of 10. Music Hound Rock is 4 out of 5. The Rolling Stone Album Guide is 4 out of 5. And Mr. Crisco gives it a... Uh, I will save that because he has probably something to say about it. Uh, the Montreal Gazette gave the album a mixed verdict, calling it embarrassing. Yeah, the well, Montreal Gazette's embarrassing. Montreal Gazette yeah. called it embarrassing? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I'm not. It says right here. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> Montreal's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I like going there. <laughs> the rip. The, the okay. So Robert Crisco wrote, "Anticipation and mindless instant acceptance made for critical overreaction when this came out, but it stands as proof that the genteel young ha has his charms, just like the sloppy one." 
Rhythmically, it's a little wooden, and Young is guilty of self-imitation on Alabama and pompousity on the unbearable London Symphony Orchestra opus. Yo, fuck you, man. That's a great or uh, symphony thing. There's a world, um, but those two accepted. Even the slightest songs here are gratifying mis musically, and two of them are major indeed. The Need or the Damage is Done, which I just talked about, and the much maligned, maligned, maligned by feminists as well as those critics of the London Symphony Orchestra, A Man Needs a Babe. So, I, I don't know exactly if he's complimented the album or he's shitting on, shitting on it, but I think with his grade of a Regardless, B, B plus. We're shitting grade. on him. Yeah, I still shit on him. Shit on you. Shit on you. But, shit on you. Uh, he, he gave it a B plus, which is probably one of his better grades. Uh, yeah. But still. Look him up. Can you find out what his favorite album is? Oh, God. Look up Robert Dick Bucket. Is that him? Yeah. What a fucking arse. <laughs> 79. I hope he dies soon. <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking. Are you, though? Sometimes. But Depends on the day. Today he gave it a B plus, so I'm a little less... He, he, he could die a little less today. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm curious. Now I'm curious. Uh, we'll get to charts in a sec. Uh, it's going to be a shorter podcast, so we got to eat up a little time because it's the last song. Uh, Crisco's favorite album. Chris Go. Go. Crisco, fuck yourself. Favorite albums. Alright, let's just see. Maybe they have a top ten or something like that. Top ten. Okay, okay. Here we go. Top ten. <laughs> Is there actually a top ten Robert Crisco album? Oh, Jesus. The album's ranked in the cumulative. So this got be a surprise here. So number one is Exile on Main Street. Really? Yeah. By the Stones? Yeah. Yeah. Number two is Layla and other assorted, assorted love songs. Okay. Uh, Otis Redding is <laughs> the um, immortal Otis Redding. Okay. More Chuck Berry by Chuck Berry. Twelve songs by Randy Newman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got a friend <laughs> <in> <laughs> I, I, Is uh, that Randy Newman? I think so, yeah, it is. Uh, six, Moon Dance, not bad. Seven, The Velvet Underground, ground, not grand. Which one? Uh, Velvet Underground, just the, the yeah. banana. Banana. Uh, Rubber Soul by the Beaters. The Rolling Stones <laughs> now by the Beaters. <laughs> <laughs> the Rolling Stones now by the Rolling Stones and Wild Honey by the Beach Boys. Wow. Well, that's so, not a bad list, but you can list. still go fuck yourself ten yeah. times on a Sunday. There you go, and maybe once on a Saturday too. And uh, three times every other day of the week. <laughs> Fuck, eh? Consumer Guide Grade List. I'm just curious now. A+. plus. There's 124 records that he's given an A+. Plus to. Um, There's how many? 100, 124 records that he's given an A+. Plus to. Uh, the Beastie Boys, Licensed to... Three, <laughs> licensed to Ill. Sorry, three. Licensed to Ill. <laughs> sorry. Those are still plugged. James Brown, Art Blakey, Ray Charles, The Coasters, uh, Ornette Coleman, fuck, guy, that is some horrible fucking jazz. He's like freeform jazz, so it's just like everyone's making noise at the same time like and nothing's shit. formulated. They're just going in the studio recording. Miles Davis, nice. Delaney and Bonnie, <coughs> De La Soul. Who? Uh, De La Soul. De La Soul, rap album. Yeah, but is it De La Soul? De La Soul. Oh, okay. 
Nah, so. Uh, Fats Domino. Bobby Dylan got three of those. Bobby Dylan? Oh, even Brian Eno. Did you say Bobby Dylan? <laughs> yeah, Bob Dylan. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, Bobby Darren. No, no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald. Lefty Frizzle. Whoever the fuck that is. Ghostface Killer. Oh, Al Green. I've seen Ghostface Killer. Oh, yeah? Front row. Oh, dude, he's in Wu-Tang. That's how Wu-Tang. Oh, okay. <laughs> wearing a Wu-Tang sweater right now. We'll have to do some. Wu-Tang is for the children. <coughs> Excuse me. Billy Holiday. Elmore James. Louis Jordan. A lot of jazz. Some Madonna, too. Man for Man's Earth Band. He liked that. Curtis Mayfield. Uh, M.I.A. Thelonious Monk. Van Morrison. That was Blue Dance. Randy Newman, 12 songs. That was New York. New York Dolls. He really likes New York Dolls. They have fucking three, two albums in there. Wow. Surprise. Uh, Dolly Parton. The best of Dolly Parton. Is that really a good, is that, or is that just fucking great compilation? I don't know. Elvis Presley, Prince, Procol Harum, Public Enemy, Rolling Stones, Sonny Rollins, Run the Jewels, Sly and the Family Stone, Sonic Youth, Rod Stewart, Vampire Weekend, The Who, Brian Wilson, Wussy, Neil Young after the gold rush, Neil Young, Rust Never Sleeps, so. Rust Never Fucking Sleeps. Those two albums uh, are A pluses. So there, that's all the shit that uh, Robert Plant, the good shit that Robert Plant has uh, said. But he's still a donkey. Uh, Robert Plant, Robert Crisco, sorry. What the fuck? When we're talking about assholes, shouldn't be talking about Robert Plant. Sorry, my my name's, my brain stopped working. All right, quickly, charts. Wow, look at that. Australia, one. U.S., one. U.K., one. Canada, one. Germany, four. Spain, four. French, one. Norway, one. Dutch, one. U.S. cash box, top 100, one. And U.S. record world album chart, one. That's a lot of ones, guy. That is a lot of ones. Fucking congrats, Neil Young, because this is a fucking amazing album. Well, it just feels like from the world. we're Canadians. Yeah, I know, but, yeah, true. But, 1972, man. This goes back to the thing, a reoccurring thing on this podcast. Everything from 1972 <coughs> is great. Go listen to it. All right. Ah, oh, right. Fr- Holy shit. France. Oh, yeah. This is, that's a pretty fucking nice record. France went diamond. 1.3 million copies have sold. 900,000 in Italy. 750,000 in Germany. 350,000 in Australia. 100,000 in Spain, 900,000 in the UK, and 4 million copies in the US. There you go. There you have it, folks. Neil Young is not one music, not an artist to be fucked with. I've heard a lot of Americans give him a lot of praise. Well, he definitely does, like, deserves it. Oh, and you know what? We haven't done... <coughs> Beer rating. Beer rating. This will be the last thing, the last little segment of the podcast today. Beer rating. Ah, uh, the lab Brasserie Bishop's Arches Brewery. Well, you know, for a strong beer, one last sip to get the full flavor. You know, I, I'll, I'm going to be honest, it's not bad. It's really not bad. Like, I thought, so I'd probably give it a seven. Because it's but not you, bad. You, you're like the opposite of Crisco. You know, he says everything's shit, and you just say everything's great. Well, I have, well, no, that's not true. There was like, that red wine beer, like that wine beer we had, or I had, 
That was like ten percent. Remember those extreme beers yeah, right. I got there? Those were what, like three. John Blake Extreme. Yeah. Oh, those were three or fours. This is a seven because first of all, it's from Bishops, so I gotta support Bishops. But it's not. It's a good name, the Milky Way. It's kind of a cool name. I know, but um, when you drink it, guy, your eyes look like you're drinking horse cum. Well, it's not that bad though. It's just it's very dark. It's a dark beer, right? So dark beer. I don't drink dark beers. Ooh. I drink a lot of lighter beers, uh, blondes, pilsners, lagers, even You're a reds. pilsner guy. Well, Fucking pilsner guy, right? <laughs> I love being a good pilsner. <laughs> I love pilsner. <laughs> I don't know what I didn't get it. Was that a reference or something? <laughs> yeah, it was a reference. Okay. You either get it or you don't. But I love pilsners because pilsners are great. I can talk about pilsners all day. <laughs> And uh, they're fucking, uh, they, well, they are good, though. Anyways, I could drink them all day, too. I love you, Amy. Santiago. Who's that? It is who it is, but, but Pilsners? Pilsners? I don't know what's going on. If I could propose to her with a Pilsner in my hand. I feel like this is from a movie. No, no. It's a show. But anyways, you know. Seven. Seven for the Milky Way. Seven. Limited edition beer, strong beer from uh, Arches Brewery. I'll give my ice water a ten because it's always refreshing. It's always tasting the same. There's good beers and bad beers, and they're in the same case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But usually if you have a good beer in your case, there's quite a few. Yeah, there's usually a good When you have one good batch, it's usually a good batch. All right, folks. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you whenever we talk to you, I guess, next episode. Yep. Friday or Saturday or whatever. We're, uh, as long as we get two out a week, we're, I think we've become a little more lenient on the date before the season yeah. break there. It was we're like we're going to try to get week. back onto a schedule. Yeah, but it, as long as it's two a week. Yeah, there's going to be a new episode eventually. Yeah, like new Bill Burr, he, he, sometimes it comes out I Sunday. I to the Monday morning podcast. This is Thursday. This is Thursday, coming out tomorrow. No, it's Tuesday. Yep. All right. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Anchor, Spotify, all the other fun stuff. Check us out. Listen to us. Love it. And uh, we'll talk to you next episode on DMD Grooves. Goodbye. Bye.